0: Welcome into another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from MidAmericaRV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com.
1: Absolutely. Next up is going to be Gunspot. Make sure to visit them at Gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And one of the best parts about the website is there's no hidden fees when you go to checkout, so you don't even have to worry about it. It's not a matter of if. It is a matter of when you visit their website. Be sure to do so at Gunspot.com.
0: And also visit our great sponsor, Roper Kia. While you're strapped up, go ahead and saddle up in a nicer, newer car from Roper Kia. If you mention us here at Miked would Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Also, a great hassle-free buying experience. I was talking with my daughters this weekend, and my youngest daughter shared the fact that she thought that there used to be one car store. It's like, mm-hmm. I only thought you could buy cars from one place for, like, most of her life. And I said, Mad Dog? You're not wrong. I've only bought cars from one place for your entire life. So, like everybody that I know, that's where they buy cars from. So, mention us here at mike would Up. Save yourself $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride.
1: Absolutely, and while you do have that nicer, newer ride, you're going to need your oil changed and your tire service. You might as well get that done and taken care of right here at Downtown Lube and Joplin, Missouri, on 1st and Main Street. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. Be sure to visit their website as well at downtownlube.com. That is downtownlube.com for the full list of services. It's not a matter of if it is a matter of when, you will need that oil change and those tire service. Be sure and get that done and taken care of right here in the four-state area at Downtown Lube.
0: And now for the show, welcome in. Thank you guys for listening and participating with us. We are in the heart of October, which is the best month, but also the best sports month that the good Lord created. And we had ourselves one hell of a Saturday Mm -hmm. and a Sunday. We'll get into both college football and the NFL, and then maybe even dip into a little bit of NBA and Major League Baseball, as we have both of those starting uh, this week, and then Major League Baseball with the playoffs going on, which I've kind of neglected. But we will talk about that. Let's start with the big news from Saturday evening, afternoonish, ish uh, the Alabama and Tennessee game. It's funny because you and I have talked a lot lately about Blue Bloods, mm-hmm. and Tennessee is one of those schools that we continue to talk about because for you, you don't remember a time when Tennessee was good. Yeah.
1: You know, I
0: was even thinking about this this weekend is with Peyton Manning, Tennessee was one of the original like, Blue Bloods that I knew about. And, like, for me, for a while, Tennessee was the SEC. Like, they were the team that, like, dominated. Wow. From, like, 96, 97, 98 with Peyton Manning there and then winning the title, I believe, in 1999. Mm -hmm. Like, I knew about them before I knew about Alabama, Georgia. Like, Florida was right in there pretty close with them. But, like, they dominated. And they did, again, on Saturday. I find myself kind of rooting for Tennessee not really sure why even against alabama it's like i wanted to see mm-hmm. the upset and we got to see it um a last second knuckle ball kick i don't know how that thing <laughs> went in i don't know what the kicker was doing but i love all the videos that are coming out of knoxville uh, all the country music singers that are releasing like morgan Wallen released a new song i don't know if you saw that i did not about alabama always beating tennessee and then tennessee coming out on top I think as soon as they won, he was like, I'm releasing the song. Got it in the chamber, boom, there it is. Wow. I yeah. did not see that. That's
1: awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot
0: of people, a lot of stars at the game, too.
1: The, I did see that. I did not know that uh, they had, like, a tradition of smoking cigars, like Rocky Top. You know what I mean? Like I, I'd didn't, heard, I didn't either. I'd heard that, that, and it was just like, I, th- I heard the announcers after the game. was just They're pretty much saying, like, you can smell the cigar smoking here. <laughs> it's insane. Like, everyone's mm-hmm. already letting them up. And it's like, that's awesome. And then... One thing that I love that I don't think a lot of other people may or may not, I don't know what their opinions are, but for me, the fact that you stormed the field on beating Alabama, take down the goalpost, and then carry them out of the stadium and through the city, and then go throw it in the river, Mm -hmm. I love that. The one thing that I did not love about it is that the University of Tennessee goes, hey, we have a game here next weekend – in order to play that game, we need goalposts. Will you help us buy new ones since the ones that we had were thrown into the river? And it was like uh, false. They've already – all the students bought the goalposts. They bought the stadium. They bought – you know what I mean? They've
0: gotten everything they You've already paid there. your athletic fees. Is that what you mean? Like, yes. With your tuition. Like, the stu-
1: if it wasn't for the students, yes, and tuition, you don't have that there. Some people might be like, well, if it's not for athletics, that doesn't matter. The university does not need to be going and asking students for money. That's stupid. Buck yeah. up. You beat Alabama for the first time in how long?
0: Go to Kelsey Ballerini, who was at the game. Kenny Chesney. Yeah. Peyton Manning. Morgan I'll tell wallet. you what.
1: if the Those Broncos... four
0: people alone can buy you all the goalposts that you need. Bingo. And like, yeah, I don't Put feel their like name they on
1: it. Would be that would actually be a great painting idea. I'm surprised that's not a deal. Um, if the Broncos win, though, this is a great weekend for Peyton Manning. His team's going to
0: sweep. Does it count for the Broncos? I actually – I hate that he's considered a Bronco.
1: I think – I mean, he still lives in Denver. I think he does more things with the Broncos than he does the He does Colts. a
0: lot with the Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> he does. To me, he'll always be a Colt. But it's, it's one of those things where it's like you almost have to pick one. It's like Tony Gonzalez like, being like, oh, I love the Falcons. It's like, shut up, Tony. <laughs> no, you don't. Which mean, he probably does. But to yeah. me, he's always going to be a Chief.
1: And some people might be like, well, he went to two Super Bowls with the Broncos. Well, he also yeah. did with the Colts. Yeah. And so it's so just – that, that is, is difficult. difficult. Maybe he likes the Broncos because they were willing to give him an opportunity after surgery, and the Colts were like, mm-hmm. hey, like, you know, this is kind of the yeah. end of the road. Well,
0: yeah, some athletes find loyalty in that. Like, this is the team that gave me a chance. This is yep. my start. With Peyton Manning, no shame in it. To me, he's just going to be a Colt. And I still don't, like, consider him a Bronco. Yeah. Because even when you said, like, his teams would go in a sweep, it's like, oh, you're County Denver? But <laughs> he played there. He's probably in the ring of honor. Yeah. But I do. I loved it. Tennessee won this football game, and I, I, the videos, the stadium to be rocking and full like that again, is pretty impressive.
1: It, it was, and like you know, as much as we're talking about the fans and after the game, like I want to stay too with the fact that Tennessee took care of business. Like Hendon Hooker, fantastic plays. The fact that you're able to step up in the pocket, make that throw with a defender right in your face on the money, with the defenders closing into down the field. Like, that's just a stellar ball. It puts your team in a position. He's the reason they win that football game. And you love to see it. Like, he made plays over and over and over. And it almost looks like with Tennessee, is like, are they the team to beat in the SEC?
0: The I know t- you still got Georgia.
1: I know you Ooh. still got Ole Miss in there. You know, they're playing well too. But, like, man, Tennessee just seems to be the studs this year. Yeah, you year. still have, what, three undefeated
0: teams in the SEC?
1: I heard someone compare Tennessee to uh, – Joe, Joe Burrow and the LSU Tigers the year that they went off? Because it was like, you know, you didn't really see it coming. You knew there were a lot of, like, studs on the team. But, you know, you just needed the quarterback to step up. And Son of a gun, that's what we've seen with Mr. Hooker.
0: Very similar, yeah. Not the elite level that LSU was, but that's, yeah. that's one of the best college football offenses ever. Not like in recent memory ever. <laughs> I mean, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase on the same team with Joe Burrow. Can you imagine that in the NFL?
1: Let's not forget Clyde Doolittle there. Like, you know. yeah, he was good there. In college. NFL,
0: but can you imagine throwing, slapping Justin Jefferson on the Bengals roster? Be like, hey guys, have fun. Yeah, like they had that in college football. That's just stupid, <laughs> unfair. But you did mention Hendon Hooker, and he's a guy that I have liked since his Virginia Tech days, and I'm very happy to see him finally. Um, kind of emerging. Now, I know Mel Kuyper was another guy that was really high on Hendon Hooker, and that was one of those, like, hey, kind of validating what I'm seeing too. Yeah. Like That's cool because it's coming from Mel Kuyper. <laughs> but he is now the number two guy in the Heisman Trophy race. Behind C.J. Stroud, the next name is Hendon Hooker. And I, I think with Bryce Young, he had a good game. He's still a damn good quarterback. I think he's probably eliminated from the Heisman. Just because he's the defending Heisman Trophy winner. I yeah. think he was going to have to be perfect in order to win it again, and he's not going to be. And it's not anything that he did yeah. wrong. He played well. I just don't think that voters are going to vote for him. And
1: I, like and I feel like we can all look at this Alabama team and realize, like, hey, they are very good, but this is not the same Alabama that we're used to seeing either. They're like, the, the mental mistakes that they have defensive-wise, it's not as It's like the most penalized they've
0: ever been under Nick Saban, I think, uh, yeah. or one of the most they've been penalized on both
1: sides of the ball it's insane like they just the mistakes have been hurting them and the, Bryce Young he's been good but at the same time it just it doesn't feel like the same Bryce Young that we saw last
0: year and even and like on the, enough, the special but, teams you know yeah. like touching the ball on a punt return when you didn't need to leads to a big turnover it has been it's it's looked different for sure for Alabama this year and even though like Bryce Young we talked about like yeah he didn't have a great game i think the missing a game and then coming out and losing this game, he still threw for four hundred and fifty-five yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. yeah, that's a pretty damn good stat line. And he did; he played great. I actually think that, as far as draft implications, I think that Bryce Young might be QB one for me again. Really? Yeah, really? it's him or CJ Stroud. I actually think everyone else sucks. After I just I praised Hendon Hooker, I want to see,
1: see CJ CJ Stroud in Ohio State play like another competitive team. Mm-hmm. I feel like they and I don't want to them them don't want them so them. sound disrespectful. I feel like it's just been kind of a cakewalk to the Big Ten right now. Yep.
0: Yeah. And they probably won't get a test until Michigan. Who Michigan, I know you're a Michigan guy, the ground game that they put on, the performance that they had this this Saturday, running the football against Penn State. I think Penn State is another one of those teams who I think is maybe a little bit overrated. I know they were undefeated coming into the game, uh, ranked number ten overall. But to watch Michigan run the ball all over them. Donovan Edwards ran for 173 yards and two touchdowns. Blake Corum ran for 166 yards and two <laughs> touchdowns. To have two guys go off like that in a Big Ten game was absolutely bonkers. And, but I, I think that that's great style of football. Quarterback only has to throw for 145 yards. Pretty good easy way to win a football game right there yeah
1: and that's what i was going to say too is thank god they have the running backs going off like that because they're not getting it from the quarterback play i know i was, I was trying to hype up JJ mccarthy last week or uh, our last episode like hey you know keep an eye on this guy he's been making plays in place of Cade mcmanera and it's just like i i maybe i spoke too soon you know but the, again way to win football games played a part of, my part of off this year, or this <laughs> week i say not year of course this is the week where i do hit it and uh I didn't actually place the bet because I didn't go to Kansas. So I didn't waste money. I went a little too heavy last week. My first three-game parlay finally hit, and I didn't actually place the bet.
0: <laughs> that's because the betting gods are against you. Yeah, I, I mean, I would have
1: won eighty dollars. That would have been nice. Eighty
0: bucks—that's it. On a
1: ten-dollar bet. I mean, I had it was Tennessee, Tennessee and uh, Michigan. It, I had Michigan total team points on the. Order. <laughs> that's just funny to me <laughs> sorry about your money okay. you have
0: to stop doing the parlays though
1: i i that's what i thought that's why i didn't go put in the money and then i hit and i'm but just even like, like i'm back
0: individual bets you would have hit two out of three you probably would have been up 80 bucks but instead you get nothing good day sir <laughs> one of these days maybe it'll be next football season you're going to learn you will start well, yeah, listening to me better. Today is not that day. Uh, A couple other things that happened Saturday. uh, TCU wins over Oklahoma State. I'm willing to consider that they might be legit. I'm not going to go that far as to say that this is a good football team, but they might be the best team in the Big 12. And I don't know how much that says about them, but they might be. And right now they're undefeated, and it looks like, you know, they've, they've at least got some good quality wins. Oklahoma State was ranked number eight. Mm-hmm. TCU was ranked number 13, I believe, coming into this thing. So they look like they might be the Big 12's best bet to get to the college football playoff, which well, still but, won't but happen. The mm-hmm. – uh, w- yeah. That's just oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, almost 300, you're passing two touchdowns. There's a play that makes – You just – you think the play's broken down, you just got tackles – makes a couple guys miss, and boom, he's up and down the field, and he's a lot faster than I think maybe I realized. And he was a huge huge difference maker against
0: the And for me, I keep looking at it as like, oh, okay, he didn't do anything against a good defense. Mm -hmm. You beat Oklahoma, you put points up against them. You beat Kansas and put points up against them. I'm not impressed by that. As Shania Twain once said, that don't impress me much. But doing it against the Oklahoma State defense is a little bit more impressive. And now they find themselves ranked number eight. In the nation, that's got to be like the highest they've ever been ranked yeah. in the last yeah. 20 years. Like, I don't remember them ever being <laughs> ranked that high, especially this late into the season, mid October. And they're. And I mean, especially
1: when they fired their head coach last year, and everyone was like, ooh, like. Yeah, how can that. you
0: fire Gary Patterson? Uh, right,
1: right decision, good yeah. call.
0: <laughs> and that's why, you know, so many of these teams make mistakes, whether it be college football or the NFL, of hanging on to people for too long. Yep. There are other people out there, they're good replacements. and. The message seems to be uh, working there in TCU. The AP Top 25 came out this weekend as well as it always does on Sunday. Georgia the number one team, Ohio State number two, Tennessee three, Michigan four, and then Clemson five with Alabama sitting at six, Ole Miss at number seven, TCU at eight, UCLA at nine, and Oregon at ten. That's a weird top ten.
1: Oregon's getting into the top 10 is sneaky impressive to me. I mean, that's uh, not like Cristobal is your coach and you come into the year and you start off with, an, with a loss and it's just like, well, oh, mm-hmm. that's pretty much it for Oregon. With an
0: ass-kicking. You started out the year with an ass-kicking <laughs> to true. Georgia, 49-3. to three. Um, I don't believe in Oregon. You got your ass kicked but- by Georgia and then you beat, like, you beat BYU. I don't think BYU is that good. You beat Washington State, Stanford's trash, and then you beat Arizona. I think this weekend they lose to UCLA, and I believe game day is going to be at that game because it's number nine versus number ten. Yep. I do believe in UCLA. Let's see what happens with that.
1: I don't know because I believed in USC, and they lost this weekend to Utah. In Utah, I mean, it was a pretty incredible atmosphere. I don't know
0: if you watched that game. I watched the end of it. Um, I can remember they're... talking about that game specifically in August. Uh, and yeah. calling it that one of those teams would be, like, undefeated and the other team would have a loss. I don't remember which way I had it. It was like, this is the typical Pac-12 game. Yep. You're going to have a team that's really good. And I think I might have said that Utah might be the undefeated team. And then they're going to have USC come to town and lose. It was that's actually just happen. the other way around. Uh, <laughs> USC looking, you know, like a really good top ten, top five team. And then lose to a Utah team who does have one loss. But that one, you know, kind of came down to the wire as well, I thought both quarterbacks played really well, but Utah kind of doing what the Pac 12 does cannibalizing itself.
1: Yeah. Basically, just made after player in the red zone. They were also celebrating
0: the lives of their former players. Yeah,
1: those
0: the helmets that they had were, were awesome, were great. Hand painted, I didn't know they were going to actually wear them in the game. I thought it was, if you could, yeah, just like a hey, look at these helmets we had made. Here's like you know, we have like five, we're gonna auction them off or whatever. No, everyone. But that R's like, that was like yeah. yeah, yeah. When do you want these done? <laughs> yeah. Hand painted, they say. Yeah. <laughs> Where are they the first one. <laughs> yeah. Then we got <laughs> then we got a template made and they were still cool. And Utah winning that game was exciting. And the Pac twelve, kind of like the Big Twelve, it's really weird to see UCLA at the top of it. You have UCLA and TCU at the top of those two conferences. I don't remember the last time I saw UCLA be good. I think that was also back to the mid-90s when they had Cade McCown. That was probably like 97, 98. Were they
1: good? Uh, It was before Chip Kelly was there. Didn't they have like a splash of being in?
0: Here's the crazy thing about some of these teams. It's like you'll have that year where you're good or where you might be back in quotes, but you won, like, eight games.
1: Get that, Get that feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, so I don't, I don't remember. I know that they ran through a lot of coaches in that time period, but I, I don't remember yeah. if they had a one season where they were pretty good or not.
1: There was, like, a dark, a dark horse team that, that you're rooting really for to sneak the, really to the playoff, that, playoff that, that most people would think won't. You know, we talk about Georgia, Ohio State – Michigan center there. Tennessee, you know what I mean, is is kind of a surprise this year, like we've already talked about. Alabama, Alabama. But, like, for me, me, it's – I kind of want to see Ole Miss make it. I want to see a team, you know, like a USC find a way back in, even with the one loss. If you went out the rest of the year, it's like –
0: Yeah, they still win their
1: conference. Let USC be back. I mean,
0: I think USC is better than TCU. Mm -hmm.
1: Um,
0: Ole Miss is another team – I kind of agree with your takes there. Ole Miss is another one of those teams where I kind of find myself rooting for. They need to like. They need like a statement win, yeah, like a big win over a good team.
1: Did you see Lane Kiffin pregame? He did a little. Uh, he had AirPods in, and he's talking to the, the TV guys and whatnot. He's like, "Hey, let's just go ahead and beat the uh, state of Alabama today. We got Auburn go. Vols beat Alabama, and it was just like, that.
0: and they did it. <laughs> yeah, where he spent a, I think one year coaching at Tennessee, before he darted. Where has he well, I don't remember the exact order. Was it Tennessee and then the Raiders, or was it the Raiders and then Tennessee? And then back to USC. You know the
1: story of the Raiders were interviewing somebody that talked about Sarkisian. Like, uh, that was,
0: was Steve Sarkisian. <laughs> I didn't realize that that's who it was. Yeah, they were co-offensive Sick. coordinators at USC in the heyday. And he was the one where they were interviewing Steve Sarkeesian for the job. And he talked so much about Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin got the job. Damn it. <laughs> now, the Lane Kiffin also The job or was, it or was it just, like, just was I think just, afterwards, <laughs> it was like, hey, we need to call this Lane Kiffin guy. <laughs> Dark horse candidate. <laughs> yeah, and see what happens there. Tennessee is one that I really do find myself rooting for. I would, I would actually like to see them be back. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's cool. Um, Ole Miss... We'll see. They need a, a big win. USC, I think, would be exciting as well. I don't know that there's any, like, real dark horses outside of Tennessee. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know anybody that thought that they would be beating Alabama or be 6-0 at this part of the season. Some people might throw in, like, a week four from the ACC. I'll be honest, I don't really have any all mm-hmm. I mean, NC State has been a team that I've really liked all year. Their quarterback got hurt. Yeah. But Taurus Peck's going to be out for the season now. That completely changes Yeah, Like, they won't finish the season in the top 25 Mm -hmm. now. They might not have with him at quarterback. Um, Clemson is another really interesting team, though. They come in at number five in the ranking. I don't think they are going to lose in the ACC. They've played, like, all their tough games. They beat Florida State this weekend. I think they're going to go undefeated. Have they already already played? played, uh, They've already played played Wake. They've already played NC State. Uh, Syracuse, I guess, is a Syracuse, pretty good football and team. Uh, team
1: uh, North Carolina, 6 and 1. They just beat this weekend. Yeah. No defense. It was on that all team. very exciting. <laughs> end game. Like, mm-hmm. Go from the end of Tennessee, Alabama, watching that game at your place, go home, seeing the very end of North Carolina versus Duke, and transfer to Utah. It was like, this is an awesome hour And, and I was like, I got to be out for a <laughs> When I made it 23
0: minutes without you mentioning your dog. <laughs> night. Yeah, you were in big denial over the puppy. You got a new puppy over the weekend. It was more
1: weekend. just like, I am so excited about this. <laughs> I so I'm just oh, it's like, like,
0: like when you're in a new relationship. She's awesome. She <laughs> lets <laughs> me watch all the football I want. She's fantastic. Her friends are beautiful.
1: cool. I <laughs> started in this last year. year. I just
0: Yeah, that's everybody who gets a new dog. like, oh, my God, this dog is so calm. And, like, it doesn't bark. It's just like, yeah, Yeah. it's just chilling on the couch. What people fail to remember in the moment is the dog's terrified because the dog doesn't know you. The dog didn't know it was getting picked up by a stranger today. He didn't like know it was getting... Call, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> right? I mean, in that dog's mind, it was literally kidnapped. It's like, you took me from my brothers and sisters, my parents, and now I'm here.
1: Man, we think about that that's <laughs> pretty fucked up. I feel awful. on my car, and then you reach a point, you make it happy. Baby.
0: Is that your big plan? No.
1: <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It makes money.
0: Yeah, it probably but wouldn't. But no. Yeah, that's, it's tough. Because oh, yeah. like, he would be aggressive yeah, and,
1: yeah. Uh, he'd be helping everything. Not
0: about it. Mm-hmm. That's, you got to get him spayed and neutered. Yeah. got to get a little bit of time. Just spayed, but yeah. Yeah, you, <laughs> it is a boy dog, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be ir- irresponsible. But you'd probably be okay if you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like most people get their dogs fixed if it's, a, if it's a male because they just don't want it to be as hyper. It's like, we're going to calm you down a little yeah. bit. And this is the way to do it. Like, we can't put you on Ritalin. <laughs> yes.
1: But I think I want to I wait a little bit longer. I do hear, like, once you do that kind of stuff. So maybe I've made that, that up. Feel yeah. like I before.
0: I'm not familiar with that. Yeah. Like their growth, their development? Development, you...
1: well, yeah.
0: In a mature yeah, so respect, it Just makes them go dumb?
1: I don't think necessarily dumb. They just...
0: Can't teach an old dog new tricks. He's, he's gonna... That's where it comes from, I guess. I don't know. Let's talk about some NFL football. Two, uh, two Chiefs fans sitting here. I feel like the Super Bowl was played earlier today. The Bills and the Chiefs knew it was going to be a great game. Did not expect it to end the way that it did. Uh, Patrick Mahomes throws an interception to end the game, and it was just a bad throw. I, all, yeah. it, was, it was a bad read like, clearly bad throw.
1: And he did get he two of those today. And, you know, the one that he had at the beginning of the game where they drive down the field after the bill turned it over on their first drive, it was like, okay, was like, okay, you, okay you know, make you he extends he a play to the play right right there, 10 yards out from the end zone.
0: Yeah, he still made some phenomenal throws. Absolutely, and it was a great game. I would still like, even in the power rankings. I know we did that last time we were on. I would still have Bills one, mm-hmm. Chiefs two. Like, good, just good luck beating these teams. But for the Bills to go into Arrowhead and win this game. Pretty damn impressive. How, how did they lose a game?
1: It is the first, first, uh, first quarter to beat at home.
0: Yeah, because they won in the regular season last year. Last year. Just kicked their ass. Mm-hmm. I jumped through a table. I got my ass kicked. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I guess uh, you know, for Chiefs fans, there is that little bit of silver lining because I do think if they face the Bills again, it's like a redemption thing. One hundred. The big problem is that you're not guaranteed to get it in Arrowhead. Yeah. And then, so if the Bills get that game at home, then it's uh, okay. We've already done this at their place. Now we're and doing that it. That weather in
1: Buffalo in January is going to be. Yeah, it plays into their roster
0: too. More brutal. Josh Allen, in- that dude is fantastic. So good.
1: And I had a feeling the Chiefs were going to lose today. I even do my little Facebook projection deal. I think, I think this is the first time I've actually predicted a Chiefs loss. Because I was just like, hey, there's, it's hard to be optimistic about this. Travis Kelsey went last week for four touchdowns, and there's no one going to have a game today. Krayoff's uh, still wide open almost to every other play. I do not understand how he continues to do that. And I almost bring up a is Travis, Travis Kelsey, and I'm just saying this because I'm a chief, but just because he continues to get, get year in, we haven't seen that up all. He's the first end to have, like, five straight years with 1,000. Looking like he's going to get this year. Is Travis Kelsey one of the – is he the greatest tight end?
0: I don't think so. I, and, honestly, I don't think that it's close. I say that, too, because I expect him to eventually hit a wall to where yeah. it's just not good and at all. And with pony you is know,
1: it's the Throw his name in Jason Antonio Gates. I'm sure I'm Gronk. Everybody throws totally in Gronk. And it's just like Tony's off like I was too young to kinda realize it just a I good football player, play, right? But it's like two travel kelsey is like it's a every play he seems like he's making a play.
0: And to be fair, I have expected him to decline. For about three seasons now. I mean, just, I, I, honestly, I yeah. agree. Yeah, I can remember even, I think it was after Gronk retired, of having that conversation. Like, oh, who's the best tight end in the league now? And I can remember saying, well, it's going to be Travis Kelsey this year. Mm-hmm. And then I anticipate that George Kittle will pass him just because I don't think Kelsey can continue to play at this style in this rate. And then you throw in wall wall and you throw in Mark Andrews. I don't want to get too far into
1: this hole because I don't mind the Buffalo Bills won this football game today. And it is because of the challenge made and the throws that he made downfield to Gabriel Rich on Diggs. Like, it just – it does think that he was left – the defender, Joshua Williams, who was like a six-round pick out of Tennessee State. Um, was left in a one-on-one position against two good
0: receivers. Like
1: that's really hard to do. Yeah, and that's it. to hard your to put in that situation to and be Josh Allen Too.
0: Um, yeah. You just sometimes they'll say on the broadcast, and I know Tony Romo did today. Like, you're gonna your target the rookie. You're gonna find out how good he is, and that's a really tough assignment. regarding Stephon Diggs, who's one of the best route runners in the NFL, mm-hmm. with one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. They'll, those guys cook everybody. So it's yeah. not like, a, oh man, this corner sucks. Nope, you were just a corner in the NFL trying to guard Stephon Dix. <laughs> and Gabriel
1: cooked. Davis, who is, yeah. scores a touchdown every freaking mm-hmm. game. I mean, last week he also had four touchdowns. It's just the dude, it's almost like he just, almost like he just doesn't, doesn't get enough credit because he's on the same team as I, And years. I
0: have been really hard on Tony Romo since mm, he started uh, <laughs> playing football. <laughs> I've never liked him. But I did think that they brought up an interesting point of saying that Gabe Davis is one of the smartest receivers in football. I, I think a lot of times you know, people just don't get that credit. For it, we'll call guys like Cooper Cup super smart, but guys like Gabe Davis don't get called it. And it's like he knows how to play every receiver position. He knows how to play the tight end position. If you need him to, he just knows what's going on, and he makes big plays specifically against the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I've
1: know know been talking uh, bad about Tony Romo a lot, and I've. We've seen the article in the. Rumors the, the his, like, tidbit of information he gets from production meetings in, like, the first quarter, first half. I felt like today was probably one of his best, like, play-calling games since the beginning, like, when he first started with CBS. I thought he was very informative. I felt like he was on top of everything. He knew what was happening, and it made, it didn't seem, like, unbearable. He wasn't stuttering. He wasn't over the top. He wasn't making those stupid, weird noises that he does. It was just like, was just like yeah. okay, hey, room, he yeah. and it's coming across good with the game.
0: I do think that Tony Romo was at his best at the end of the half and at the end of the game where he, I don't care. I, I actually don't like it when he predicts plays. And I think that he was the only one doing it for a long time because people didn't want that. And a lot of people looked yeah. at it as, Oh my gosh, this guy's the only one that can do it. And then I think we've started to realize, like, no, everybody can do it. Troy Eggman the game, can do it. The game, they just they don't on air because a lot of people don't like that. But even in the the end of the first half today of the Chiefs Bills game, of him saying, like, this is what you do, this is how many timeouts you have, and then that actually coming true of, like, this is exactly how you do it, and then that being true. That is impressive. But it is. It's some of the just nonsense stuff that he says for me. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Jim, yeah. They moved the sticks already. Is it a first down? Yeah, Tony, you just told us they moved the sticks. So. Beautiful.
1: It's like stop (laughs) mimicking John Madden. It's not going to work.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, But it was. It was a great game today, Chiefs and Bills. It was like the only game that anybody was really paying attention to. And as like it almost, you should have played this game at like five thirty, and be like, "Hey, Super Bowl run!" Like you should (laughs) have looked
1: at the. The Cowboys, Eagles, I'm like mm, we don't really want to see Cooper Rush and Jalen Hurts. We're flexing this, like mm. just snip, snap, flop. Yeah, like I wish the NFL could be in charge of that. I don't know though because Eagles, are, Eagles are, not, are top, Cooper Rush, and is. and the Cowboys are a so huge name, so they
0: probably wouldn't you know. have even done it. And that game's about to kick off uh, now as well. Uh, some other news and notes from the NFL. A lot of a lot of talk about Christian McCaffrey being traded, and I I think mm-hmm. that he should be. Hey, especially if you're the Panthers and you're trying to offload his contract, you should definitely explore it. You have a really, really bad roster. Get as many draft picks as you can for him. I just don't know that he's going to still be there when it's time for them to be good again. Yeah. I mean, that could be three, four years away and yeah. him playing running back. He's go fine. get a second-round pick. Coach,
1: Steve, you coach. coach. Rock, because why did you in like a span of five minutes, like yep. on the sideline, side like. everything is crumbling for the, the Carolina Panthers. Panthers. Really? When years could have said, "Feels like election. the next Buffalo Bills." They're they were were heading the in the right direction. They've I got. I know
0: head. that I've heard people say that. Maybe not yeah, you, but I've I've heard people say that.
1: It just it, it felt like that was, was, the was the direction they were it heading with everything. You get a new head coach of Matt Rule. It seems like there's a culture change. You. You know, spend all this effort on your defense to make that good. And we saw Buffalo do the same thing, especially with McDermott being a defensive the guy there. Buffalo, you see some of the happening with Carol. Yeah, i on the deep side of the ball, but with the head coach and the message ran stale very quickly. You couldn't stay healthy. And, you know, about Chris Pree, I just mentioned Robbie Anderson and Burns, their defensive end that they took, what, two or three years for a draft pick. He's also on the trade block or, or at least, you know, accepting calls. If you're a top team in this, you know in the NFL and you need an edge rush, go get Brian Burns. Personally, Kansas City Chiefs, you can't get a pass rush outside of the blitz. You may get a spurt from Chris Jones here, but you're not getting it from Frank Clark. You're not getting it from George Karloftis. You're not getting it from Mike Dana. Joshua Kando, who you drafted two years ago, is just a, a healthy scratch, it seems like. He's not playing. And honestly, I don't know who else they have rushing the quarterback from the outside defensive edge position. I would trade trade some. a first-round pick? 100%. I think you'd probably get him for a second-round pick. If you you can get him for for a second, I mean, start the phone call with that. that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, don't sell high. Just kind of go in and see if you can jip him a little bit.
0: Yeah, the Panthers should. You've already fired your coach. And these guys that are on, you know, contracts, expiring contracts, obviously get rid of them. Or a Christian McCaffrey type. You're going to have some teams that are interested in him. Uh, I've seen a lot of different reports of like, oh, the Bills are interested in C- Christian McCaffrey. And then I've seen other reports that are like, no, the Bills say that they're fine with their running back position. Who knows? I think that if you can, if you have the opportunity to add Christian McCaffrey, you probably at least pick up the phone yeah. and yeah. say like, hey, what are you thinking? Definitely not going to do a first-round pick, but maybe take one of these young running backs that we have and a second or you know, three and a four or something like that. Get creative with it. Um, I, I know a lot of people have even said to us as Chiefs fans, like, oh, you guys are screwed if they get Christian McCaffrey. I don't think so. I, Christian McCaffrey is just not a guy that I'm afraid of anymore. No. But, he's really good, but I, he's a running back. So. And that's because we yeah, be have to be the terrifying. So he, so he goes to the bills and he should ma- magically heal And it's like, uh, okay, he's fine. He's going now because he's
1: not when winning. When he that is scary. Mm-hmm. It's like, I will get shoulder pain. I'm ruining this ball game. I to make some plays. After, yeah. you
0: know. he's still surprisingly young. He's 26, still. So, he's 26. Mm-hmm. Next, <laughs> it, was a, it was a good year for athletes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey. Hey, you
1: know what? I hey, you know so what? what? I just I like to think that we all got our own place at the same time. The uh, financial, the, uh, financial status, status was a major difference, but mm-hmm. you know, at some point, you all got to leave the nest, and we did that together.
0: <laughs> yeah, some went on to much, much larger <laughs> nests, <Yeah. laughs> but you got a dog, so you got that going yeah, for uh, you.
1: Yeah, and they have <laughs> fantastic lives. <laughs> uh,
0: Cam Akers another guy, is digging with the same football game mentioned in some trade talk. It's it's kind of almost crazy how fast his stock rose and fell.
1: Yeah. This is- it rose, and he tore his Achilles, and he comes back super fast. Mm-hmm. And
0: then it's just like, well, I actually don't know
1: why really he's back. Yeah. No, he's, I really don't know why. I, I, what has he done to be he a was,
0: He was really bad in the playoffs. What? But, again, he was coming off of an Achilles injury. And he had, like, a, a late fumble in one of those games. It was pretty bad. Uh, so, I think that he's one of those guys that, honestly, I think he's in the Sean McVay doghouse. <laughs> uh, because he didn't play well, again, coming off of an Achilles injury in less than a year. Mm-hmm. And now he just he can't get on the field enough to awesome not, like be back. It, block, it, it, debate,
1: we'll be, I didn't be, watch
0: that. I didn't watch their game today. He didn't get a single carry. So I, I don't know if he was like a, a healthy scratch. I don't know. So, yeah, so uh, no, uh, Daryl Henderson. You know they don't they, a lot of receiver sweeps I guess. Malcolm Brown back there getting carries, again. So I I do think that he is kind of in the, Sean McVay doghouse. I think that he probably rushed back from that Achilles injury, maybe didn't come back as the same player, or maybe was just never that great of a player to begin with. I mean he had one good year, and then tore his Achilles. It does it sucks for him. I liked him coming out of the draft, quite a bit. But I, I feel like he's kind of in the doghouse now. And I just – I don't know that he's going to work out of it. So, maybe he – this is a situation for him where he goes to a different team and it works out mm-hmm. better for him. I don't know – I don't think a team like Buffalo is taking a chance on Cam Akers. I don't know who else, like, needs to add a running back to make a trade for him. Yeah, I mean – who knows
1: no, with how Tom, they're in a little bit of their jacket. That. Maybe they find a way it's to trade Akers for Christian McCaffrey yeah. and we well –
0: not <laughs>
1: possible,
0: but to the Yeah, who knows? With McCaffrey, I, I again, I've seen a lot of mixed reports on teams that are versus are not interested. I think a lot of it's just bullshit of, like, the Bills are probably interested, but they're going to say that they're not trying to talk down yeah. the price.
1: Okay, look so over here. Look over there.
0: Yeah, what are you talking about? We have three really good <laughs> running backs. We don't need a great one. Uh, that's just silly of you. And one other game that I did want to talk about today was the Jets-Packers game. Uh, what? J-E. J-E. Jets win this one 27-10. And you might think, okay, well, you win at home. That's not that big of a deal. Nope. This one was in Green Bay. Yeah. Packers fans got to be nervous. You are 3-3, three and three and your quarterback looks like shit.
1: Yeah, and you're not getting from your receivers either. Alan Lazard had a, a decent reward towards the end. That goes down with an injury. That didn't look, look like he was crying. Heading off the field card. Mm-hmm. But if you're a Jets fan right now, you are step step sad Because Paul, Paul rookie running Ohio, Ohio State, you're a guy mm-hmm. uh, made a uh, great eight. place
0: today. Yeah, 116 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Yep. I have him on my fantasy team. A lot of people are probably wondering. He's about the only guy that did well for me today. <laughs> because my quarterbacks that I had to choose from today were Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson. They both Shit the bed
1: they did shit the bed <laughs> now, Zach Wilson did not have the stats, but I felt like he looked he looks good in the pocket like he looks more comfortable in ready for the speed of the game. We're just not seeing that play make. He's just not making, just not making plays like we thought he would. He's
0: almost not even being given the opportunity.
1: Yeah, yeah, and maybe that's a good thing because, you know, they're four and two,
0: so whatever yeah, you're doing,
1: keep doing it. It is. I think this is a second game back, too, but then, like, you know, another name we kind of want to switch, maybe just a little bit the Patriots. Big one over the Browns, 38-15, Bailey Zappi, two touchdowns,
0: over 300 yards. Is there a decision to make in New England about who your starting is quarterback, quarterback is moving forward? It might be. I I, mean, really? I joked about it. Last week, it's like, hey, Belichick and a backup quarterback. I'll take those odds. Yeah. It was a joke. Now it's kind of like, ha-ha, because it's pure real. The
1: Washington <laughs> manager's like, like, uh,
0: what do you want to get rid of?
1: It's Carson Williams, <laughs> he made a mistake on.
0: Yeah, just one of them, maybe. Or even, you know, that is that is very Belichick. He's done this multiple times where he will draft a guy and then flip him for picks. <laughs> you know, Jacoby Brissett, Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey, it. Happens yeah, uh, with him. Uh, Even uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, Tom Brady, the OG <laughs> backup. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how well he's done with these backup quarterbacks. Bailey Zappi does look good. Uh, it's the Browns still without Deshaun Watson, but putting up 38 points on any team in the NFL is difficult to do. And I believe that's what the Patriots scored today. And that offense looked stagnant at best to begin the year. It looked terrible. Yep. Now Bailey Zappi comes in and it's like, no, we can drop 38 on a pro, f- pro team. I just feel like
1: Matt Jones was trying to do more than he needed to. Like, you know what I mean? He's going to create plays or you know kind of go off script a little bit. hey, stick to the script. The script works.
0: Yeah. Somebody probably finally went into the offensive room and mm-hmm. was like, hey, take that fucking pencil out of your ear, go back to the defensive room. You're no longer calling plays. You know, like, we're going to have a real offensive coordinator come in mm-hmm. and do this. I don't know what happened, but their offense looks totally different. I don't, I don't know that it's a Mac Jones versus Bailey Zappi thing. Something happened, though. Pissed off a wild bill enough that he's like, no, this guy's not my offensive coordinator anymore. Or I, I just, I don't know. But something definitely happened there. It's just a weird, a weird weekend in the NFL. Uh, you know, even the games that we've already talked about, the Patriots, just destroying the Browns, the Jets, beating the Packers. The Falcons beat the 49ers 28-14. to 14. Marcus Mariota
1: looked good. I'm not going to say he looked great, but he looked good. He was making plays. He was beating corners to the edge and getting upfield. He was being physical and taking hits. He was making good Against throws. Against the Count good defense. Across the middle for a touchdown. Yeah, and... I think the Falcons, because the question I want to ask you is like, who is a team that's surprising you the most so far into the season? We're six, seven weeks in. Who has been a biggest surprise for me? I do think the Falcons are. And another team that I, I don't want to say is maybe to the, to, the high, to the level that they should be playing and not being talked about enough, the Minnesota Vikings. They're 5-1 and
0: one in a winning football Commanding games. lead in the North, Yes. by the way. It, it, that isn't being talked about, and it should be. Uh, because if you would have – you did ask me. The Jets have been very surprising for me. Yeah. To be 4-2 and two and to win in Lambeau, pretty impressive win. So I'll give them their flowers uh, for that one. But also the Vikings, yeah, being 5-1, and one, looking very good. Uh, they beat the, Vi- uh, sorry, beat the Dolphins today. It was without Tua, but sorry. <laughs> you still get a win. Uh, nobody cares about who's hurt and who's not. And then how about just stay with New York? The Giants are five and one, and they beat the Ravens today. Yep, they're another one of those teams where it's like, ah, yeah, you've got some wins, but who have you beat? Well, for starters, <laughs> the Titans, the Packers, and now the Ravens—three pretty legit teams.
1: Dang, Packers lost to both New York teams. Big yaks. yaks. When was the last time that, that happened? That's yeah. going to be an. And we know
0: they're not better than the Bills, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just, it, crazy. Like, how good are the Giants going to be when they actually have an NFL quarterback?
1: And the, the, yeah, that's what I was going to say, because it's been because of their defense. Kayvon Thibodeau, I think, has been good. He was emotional after the win today. I don't know how much people are leaning into it. They like it or whatnot, but, you know, usually after games, someone will hand him a phone and be like, hey, like, talk to the fans. What do you think? Like, we can push on socials. He's bawling his eyes out. He's just like, you can just feel the atmosphere. We love this. how much passion we have. Like, fans underneath it are just like, we love it. Kayvon as a guy that we finally got to do it again. I think say time working for it working I for it. it way to go Brian Daboll I, you, I love that dude chants and just immediately and find success We thought Daniel Jones was
0: garbage. He still he is kind he of is. Garbage. He yeah but how about that he, he is, still is garbage but they're 5 and 1 with a garbage quarterback yeah. Like and he, he's just he's so mediocre I think he's going to be a really good backup in the league for a long time
1: it, 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 or, Jesus Jesus. Stroud, I meant C.J. I almost said Jesus.
0: Jesus Christ, yeah. (laughs) Jesus Stroud, yeah. C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young. Jesus
1: Christ, the quarterback for the Giants. They're gonna win it all. Yeah,
0: Hendon Hooker might be the third best quarterback in this draft now. Uh, The Giants. It's so weird though because they're five and one, and they need a quarterback. Good luck getting one. (laughs) Like I don't know where you're gonna find a quarterback in that range. But stranger things have happened. Uh, the Ravens found Lamar Jackson would pick 32. That's so, you know, the Patriots had a quarterback fall to them. at picked 15. So. The Steelers had a
1: quarterback draw, uh, fall Fault to them
0: on you know, the first round as well. They finally mm-hmm. took them. They shouldn't to- have beat. Beat. <laughs> Yeah. How about that one? That's another one. Yeah. Just Football is so weird. And it, I've, I have this happen to me all the time. And I don't know how often it happens to you. But people will be like, you're the sports guy you're supposed to, like, know everything. <laughs> so, like, how did you not see that the Buccaneers would lose to the Steelers? It's like, that's, that should just summarize all of sports right there. The Dodgers and the Braves have been eliminated, and also the Buccaneers lost to the Steelers in a game in which I believe Kenny Pickett got knocked out of this game. <laughs> I was,
1: I'm looking at it, yeah, Kenny Pickett did not finish, because I was about to go into, like, does this game put Kenny Pickett in Pro Bowl conversations? Probably not. Definitely not. Because, <laughs> like, that Mitchell Trubisky comes in, and I don't have to take a pie to the face. But even, so you, would, you
0: know, you'd probably think, like, okay, the Steelers beat the Bucks. Bet Najee Harris went off. Nope. Didn't. He 42 yards. <laughs> he, did, he barely did anything. Like, I didn't watch much of this game, so I don't know how this happens. I'll
1: be, but I'll be honest. I didn't either. I'm just seeing the score, and I was just like, okay,
0: cool. But I know, I know exactly who's responsible, though. I think we all do. It's Giselle. Yeah, she's not Would you call doing You pretty her much stuff. called her a witch. She called herself a witch.
1: After they won the last Super Bowl, she was caught on a mic going, aren't you happy you married a witch? And it was like,
0: uh, er? you married a what?
1: Why do you got your voodoo dolls up in the booth? Aaron <laughs> Rodgers
0: is already texting her. <laughs> hey, I heard what you did for Tom. <laughs> I'm into weird crystals and other things like that. Like, Hook me up. P.S. His haircut. What? What is happening? Rogers? Rogers, yeah. He I has a Karen was... haircut. I'm sure that the way that it is fixed when it is not in a helmet is fine. But when you see him on the sideline, he's got a Karen haircut. Oh. Man. Have you looked at the pictures? Have you it, found it?
1: Before.
0: It's just so weird. It's. It's borderline Jewish to where it's super long on the sides and then like short on the back. I think he's keeping it long up top, but really short on the sides. But when you see it in a helmet or he puts a hat on, it's weird. It's real, real weird. He does some odd things, though. So I just I don't know what's always happening with him. Is he trying to do that slick back hairstyle like just in the middle? Right? But I think when he puts his helmet on or he puts a baseball hat on, it like, splits down the sides. <laughs> and it just looks stupid.
1: I don't know. I can't see it in any of these. I, I, I definitely, definitely want to see it, it though. I'm just. I,
0: I, I, I texted you. <laughs> check oh, oh
1: Karen Rogers.
0: <laughs> I wonder what happens when you Google Karen Rogers. Mm-hmm. Is
1: that his mom's name? She <laughs> <laughs> just...
0: Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, Google, I see the picture. If you what Google Karen hell? Rogers, it is pictures of Aaron Rogers, but photoshopped with a Karen haircut. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah. Yeah. Yep, it's really good. Uh, so w- thank you for listening to this. Google <laughs> that, uh, why don't you? Let's get to some NBA and Major League Baseball. I said at the top of the show, I've been neglecting Major League Baseball a little bit. There's so much going on yesterday with... College football that I failed to even realize that the Dodgers and the Braves were playing in potentially elimination games. Yeah, I just I did not realize it. I also did not expect the Phillies to win three one. So it's like I'm not really paying attention to that series. And I kind of want to pat myself
1: on the back a little bit and then when we talked about uh, I think it was last Sunday when the uh, Phillies I was like hey mm-hmm. they're playing best baseball right now they might be able to make some noise they and did holy
0: shit it was, it's kind of like when the Bengals maybe <laughs> some contenders I was more I was right than I ever, than I ever expected to be even with the like oh make some noise I expect like you might make a series out of it you might win yeah. two yeah. games and then the Braves eventually win but it's like man good job Phillies you almost had it Yep. now they're playing in the National League uh, Championship Series yeah Against the Padres,
1: and like these are commanding wins as well. Like, they they bent the Braves over their knee and, and whipped the shit out of
0: them. Yeah, and even on the other side, like I mentioned, there were so many people. Shout out to our guy Jake, Dodgers fans. They were like, "We're not worried about the Padres. Base, best baseball
1: team ever.
0: Yeah, we won 111 games. I don't give a shit what was about your the point Padres.
1: differential. You're real big on that. It was huge. Oh, it was like it was 300 massive. and some yeah. runs.
0: <laughs> And then the Padres win three to one. That's another one where it's like I didn't even realize that this was an elimination. I was
1: talking about like, the two games last or yeah last night. Like, 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 I didn't I go Utah, Utah, USC. Then eventually my, my way, way over to see, see Dodgers, 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 Padres. I think it was like sixth or seventh inning. Dodgers are up three zero. The freaking Padres going like a 6-0 run. I mean just six six runs. Six runs. Yeah. Trying to say six run, run, run. Okay. They scored six, yeah. six runs, like boom, <laughs> and it was just like, holy smokes, they might win this game. And then they just kept going, and the Dodgers did not. It was fantastic. Yeah.
0: Went on a Messed run. Messed myself up. Yeah, they did. Run, run. So many, so many runs. <laughs> uh, they did. I had a five-run seventh. Yep. Yep. And that pretty much sealed the deal for them. And then we have yeah, the Yankees playing uh, the Guardians right now. That's a potential elimination game. It's like we might see the Yankees, like (sighs) Major League Baseball is like, don't let this happen. (laughs) Do not let the Guardians make it in. We can't do it. And then the Astros and Mariners, that wasn't like a super exciting series. I don't know if I'm really happy for the fans that were at this game or if I feel really bad for them. 18 innings of one run, not even one run baseball, scoreless baseball until you finally get a walk off in the 18th inning. That's literally two games. So, like, are you sitting at that game and you're like, man, I got two games for the price of one? (laughs) Or, I mean, I know if it were me after about the 12th, I'm just kind of rooting for somebody to win. I don't even care if it's my team anymore. Like, hey, we'll get you tomorrow. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I don't want to watch a pitch. And That's, duel. Exactly, and I mean, that's exactly what mm-hmm. fans got. I think it was Jeff passing that tweeted, I was like, hey, and maybe look at it from this yeah. perspective, that this is just stellar pitching. Mm-hmm. Everyone's, controlling Everyone's controlling the strike zone. There's good movement on the balls. There's, you know, There's, you know a balance good with balance with, you know, bullpen, putting the right guy up in a situation they're and just excelling in the moment. And all of a sudden, you off, that's it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you've got uh, the Mariners started bringing back some other starting pitchers. Mm-hmm. This isn't a game where you can be like, yeah, we'll let our backup catcher. Bitch. That's not going to happen. It's like, hey, <laughs> Robbie Ray, we're going to need you to uh, walk down to that bullpen and <laughs> start getting ready. Yeah. yeah. You're coming in. Yeah. It's uh, Again, I don't know. I don't know if you're just super happy about it or what. The Astros win that one 3 uh, the series 3-0. I still can't root for the Astros, so. I can't either, but, man, it's like they're not even cheating and they're still pretty damn good at baseball. So like- isn't that just baseball? Altogether, like oh, You can't tell the story of the baseball without mentioning the fact that everybody's a cheater, but those cheaters were actually already good. Yes. <laughs> you it, know? Just, it took them to the next level. Already great. Like, yes, and I know we've talked about it
1: several times, but I still like how many guys were taking steroids but still couldn't hit the baseball? Mm-hmm. Like you're just uber strong, but like you don't have the hand-eye connection or coordination to put the bat to
0: the ball. Right. And then eventually Barry Bonds, who did have all the coordination and mm-hmm. tools, did take steroids. He's like, I'm going to crush 73 home runs. By the way, you're going to um, walk me intentionally 200 times.
1: Have you, you happened to, to see research this research recently? I think I saw it from some Barstool guys in a podcast. The Babe Ruth diet. No. It, it is absolutely, absolutely insane. If I can, can, can find it real quick, I, I, I mean, it's just stupid, the stuff that he was eating. And pretty much the bottom line is, i was gonna say have eight, eight Cokes. Eight
0: cokes for I was going to say I've heard the hot dog thing before. It is just I nuts. I think, I think this, is, this is
1: it. I can read it. Breakfast was a pint of whiskey mixed with ginger, ginger ale, then, then a steak, steak four, four eggs, fried potato potatoes, pot of coffee. For an afternoon for snack, it was four hot dogs. He washed down with down a bottle of coca He had, had an, an early supper steak and a late supper... Each of the same. Two porterhouse steaks, two heads of lettuce drenched with blue cheese, cheese dressing, dressing, two platefuls of cottage pie, fried cottage, cottage fried potatoes, potatoes, and then two apple pies. Cheese. And in between the, the, supper, the suppers, he had, he had four more, more hot dogs and four more, more bottles of Coca-Cola. He was eating he was four porterhouse steaks. steaks. <laughs>
0: L-I-V-I-N, man. I mean, just just imagine if he was a, a day's, day's genre point like with the health aspects of stuff. This guy would, know, and that's, that's why even stud. guys like Jordan got so much credit. Like, whoa, you actually, you're working out? Like, you just play <laughs> basketball, huh? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, but I'm still going to hit the weights. Like, why? <laughs> you play basketball, man. And now it's like, if you're not spending a million dollars on your body, it's like, what are you even doing? Yeah, you don't care. You, you don't know, want to how be you're even in the league. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're not spending a mill. pray, Bruce, like, give me them dogs and some Coke, Coca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, the benefit of not having to play against black players or Cuban <laughs> players. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's just a bunch of white guys? Yeah, I can hit this 82-mile-per-hour fastball. That's not a fucking slider.
1: That's an incher. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's no movement on that thing at all. Like, your changeup is so slow, I literally have to stand here and wait for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to mash it out of the park. Also, there's the conspiracy theory that Babe Ruth might have been black. Yeah. That's an interesting one, too.
1: I don't know why it's, like, why is that not just, like, confirmed either way, whether he was or not. Advancements in science and technology. I mean, were there not anyone back there that was just like, hey, Babe Ruth is actually black? Like, would they just ignore it then, or
0: was it... Well, I mean, if he came out that he was black, he wouldn't have been able to play. Oh. So, I think maybe it was just kept hush-hush. Like, yeah, he might be a little bit black. But we also like to see him match home runs, so... Nobody's going to mention it. It's <laughs> just, letting just play. freaking crazy. Yeah, uh, Baseball is crazy. I need to start paying more attention to it. I've been so caught up with football that I've neglected baseball. But now we're getting into you know ALNL series. Then it will get more exciting. I, Phillies and Padres, I don't know that I'm super excited about that one. The Yankees, I need them to win as much as Major League Baseball does because I'm not going to watch the Astros and Guardians play. <laughs> I'm just not interested. The Astros should win that series, no problem. Yep. I don't want to see anything about the Guardians again after their <laughs> after what next two days or so. Yeah, that would be atrocious for Major League Baseball. Sorry to any fans who might be Guardians fans. I don't know why you are like who hurt you, yeah. but I don't need to see you play in October.
1: This is going to sound bad. I don't want to see Cleveland have success. I like them being a dog shit city in every sport. <laughs> Yeah, well, I kind of that might the be the meanest too. thing I've said.
0: I like the Cavs. The,
1: the The rebuild that they've done without LeBron this time around has been really good, so that I can agree with. But like the Browns, I wanted to see it. Your fans are annoying. Don't care anymore. The Guardians, you had to go through a name change, so maybe that's just a little bit of a of like. I st- I don't like it. I don't like it. The, the it's a dumb name. What was, what was it? it? it have I made more sense than.
0: I don't remember theirs. Because they yeah. put theirs up Was it pretty the Spiders? Quick. We think it was going to be the Spiders? Yeah, but I think that was a minor league team already. The Cleveland Spiders. i surprised there's not any Spiders. Yeah. Like, professionally. Like, that's pretty terrifying. Mascot. A lot of people are afraid of them. Yeah. I'm not. It's like, snakes? Like, rattlesnakes? I know mean, we got the Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks. but, like, mm-hmm. that's it. Or you've got a couple teams that are like the Bears, but, like, one of them is like, nah, we're just Cubs. <laughs> yeah. Or the little ones, the cute ones, fluffy ones
1: <laughs> Or there's not a professional team called the Hogs Like the Arizona
0: Razorbacks, they go by Hogs But like, there's no No pigs? Yeah Of any kind? No I think it's weird that there's a Tigers in the NFL But they're like, now nah, we're the Bengals Yeah Like what? It should be the Tigers There's a baseball team for the Tigers There's no basketball teams for the Tigers Mm-mm I'm really there's, glad another, that there's, there's a Bears team for in the NBA, too, the Grizzlies. All three major oh, sports have a Bear. Son of a gun, look at that. Is there a hockey team? I wouldn't know. Uh, I don't think so. There's a Panthers for the hockey team. Hockey team names are pretty interesting, too. Yeah. yeah. Some of them, I don't know what a Canuck is. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know what a Bruin is. A Bruin's a Bear. Hey, there we go. Another yeah, bear I team. I think so. Uh, I think so as well. USC. Because UCLA, yeah. Uh, they're, Montreal, they're just like, yeah, we are from Canada. We're the Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are multiple Canadian teams, but like we are the Canadians. I don't really understand that George one. Spoken I don't like a saber. Is that like a, as in a blade? It's a tiger. C-A-N-U-C-K-S. Canucks. Canuck mm. is a slang term for Canadian. Sharks, low-key, really good hockey name.
1: All right, yeah. All right, yeah.
0: I know that it's like, oh, you're playing on ice, but, like, it's kind of cool. I'm sure that they do some kind of a light show where it looks like there are sharks swimming on the ice.
1: Oh, they've got to. That's cool. Yeah. Like, the Golden Knights, even for Vegas, I thought that was pretty
0: neat. The, maybe the worst hockey name, the Coyotes. Arizona yeah. Coyotes. Dumb, you guys got to do something better. <laughs> Ain't nobody afraid of a coyote on the ice.
1: Motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> no can't even walk,
0: <laughs> right? St. Louis Blues, like that was—it's not great, but it's been around for forever. Yeah. Penguins, great hockey name. Perfect. Great. Perfect, Perfect name. That's, not intimidating. Like, good. That's the
1: thing about Pittsburgh is that they have nailed all of their, all of their, teams. their sports mm-hmm. teams. And the fact that they all together with black yep. and yellow, like, I, know you and I, talk I know you and I talk about it, but I want everybody to just be aware of like that is amazing. Mm-hmm. You can wear Steelers a Steelers jersey to a, to a, to a you Pirates, a pirate's game hat, or, and yeah, you're yes, fine with all you sports. You match. Mm-hmm. Now that song, black and yellow, I cannot imagine how many times that thing gets played in the city of Pittsburgh.
0: It's just their anthem. It's like playing on Main Street or whatever the Main Street is in Pittsburgh, just all the time. Uh, but I do. I I I love that. All their uniforms are black and yellow, and it just kind of flows, and it works for them. sure does. NBA-wise, NBA NBA season starts this week. Uh, I was looking at some of the betting odds. The Celtics are the favorite to win the NBA Finals right now. I was pretty shocked by that. (laughs) Right? Honestly, I don't know at this moment who their head coach is. Or, like, what did they add to make them the favorite.
1: Jason Tatum is ready to step up and make plays in the playoffs. Right, in is this just a,
0: is this one of those things where it's like, eh, we don't want the Warriors to be the favorite again, so maybe the Celtics will take another step. And maybe they will. They, they were not healthy during the finals. And now you have Draymond Green punching his own teammates. So I do think that probably hurt their betting on And And what a
1: fantastic fantastic play play by the Warriors. Like, hey, you just got in the face. Here's a $140 million contract for you.
0: I remember in the offseason, like, right when the season ended, the discussion was like, man, how are the Warriors going to keep these guys, though? And then it's just, boom, we extended both of them on the same day. It's like there was no drama at all. They just signed them. Like, what money do you want? Okay, here's the contract.
1: And the cool part about it is, like, Andrew and Jordan Poole, both very happy for each other. It's, like they, it's realize, like they realize like we are the next wave of warrior players. Mm-hmm. Like, we are here. This is this yeah. we, the reason. You know, I shouldn't say the reason, but big part. of it. Oh yeah, Andrew Wiggins like, was this is almost the, the Finals MVP. Yeah.
0: Jordan yeah. Poole is the guy that everybody was talking about in the regular season. Yep. yep. Yeah. And so I, to me, they should still be the favorite, just because how good they were last year. And if I think if Draymond causes like any more problems, he's just gone. You're just there to get rid of him.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, again, we'll see how that plays out. Hopefully it was, or maybe hopefully it is something where they just get through the middle of the season and they're bros, mm-hmm. they're not understanding, and they're fine with it, maybe not.
0: But, oh, and we talked about this, too, kind of when it happened. I saw so many people just coming out and saying, like, this happens all the time in practice.
1: It usually doesn't get leaked.
0: Yeah, it's like players fight all the time. Like in a football game, you know, training camp, you'll have a fight every day in practice. But, you know, this happens too in the NBA. It's just usually it's not leaked, and usually you don't have a guy going on his own podcast and apologizing for it. <laughs> so um, I think that made it more interesting. I would still have the Warriors as the favorite. They come in in the number two spot at plus 600. And then two the next two teams, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks at plus 650, and then the Nets at plus 700. I actually think the Nets might be pretty damn good.
1: So I'm glad Bert. we're talking. Uh,
0: wonder, if they're yeah. winning
1: we completely forget about yeah. all of the other issues of booking mm-hmm. one
0: win, winning you winning just you know what I mean it covers up a lot of you know and, and you win. stuff. and so on for it makes
1: there that you lose all the whole, you smoke 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 how much of the fires just they you
0: just right the fire they, fire? They, they could do dominate the NBA and win 68 70 games where they could win 45 and like, they don't have the big three there anymore. Yeah. I do think that Ben Simmons, and even when this trade happened, I said, this is a great fit. He doesn't have to be a ball handler. He can go, he can rebound, he can distribute, yeah. and he can play defense. Then you let Kyrie and KD go off on offense. So I do think that this is a great fit for him. I also think the 76ers could be scary. Mm-hmm. Now, it seems like James Harden is actually motivated to win. That could be scary because he is one of the most talented players in the NBA. We'll see what happens with him. Um, I didn't look at their odds, but I would assume that they're up there pretty high yeah. as well, especially in the East. Uh, they
1: have the last two years. good,
0: good respect respectively. So,
1: but the Suns, the they
0: so, so close, close too. Too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're a team that you and I have. Uh, rooted for it before. The Clippers are another team. So you mentioned the Suns; they're plus one thousand. The Clippers are also plus seven hundred. You got old fit Kawhi Leonard coming back, Paul George coming oh, yeah. back. Does. we'll see like what he looks like on the court. It's been it feels like it's been two years since he's been on the court. Has it not been? He's Has it missed not been? one season. It feels like oh, forever. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see what the Clippers look like. Yeah, very excited to have the NBA coming back though. I mean. I always knew October was a great month, but like now when we start to actually get into it, you got teams like Alabama getting upset, the Chiefs and Bills playing. Then you get you know Major League Baseball, hockey going on, and now the NBA you're about to start. Avalanche are winning ball games. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's super. Everything is, everything is being played. Right it's hard to pay attention to everything. and that's I love, where I love that. Yeah, though, right. Baseball kind of got left out for me. You got another
1: series to go through, and we're back for the World Series.
0: Yeah, the AL, yeah, AL Championship, NL Championship. I'll probably pay attention to. Definitely will in the, the NL side. The AL, we'll see. If like honestly, if the Guardians are in, I'm not interested. But the Astros Yankees would be very exciting to see. It's like that's yeah. It's almost a little bit of a rivalry there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where the, where the, the, the man. being met. Yeah, like both of them Pete? probably cheated, but. Yeah. Yeah, and then the NBA starts on Tuesday night. You get the 76ers at Boston. That game tips at 630 on TNT. And then the Lakers and Warriors at 9 o'clock on TNT. We didn't even talk about the Lakers. That's a favorite. Like, I don't even. Well, I with you? Their odds are plus 1,800. They're not going to win it. If they do, give LeBron a lot of credit. I, I assume that it will be because of him. I did see that Russell Westbrook might be coming off the bench, and I think that is a great move. Mm-hmm. It's also it's stupid. It's kind of risky because I think that he could implode and wreck that whole thing just because he has to come off the bench.
1: Or if he can accept that role and make his $45 million in peace and come in and make plays and score when needed,
0: mm-hmm. love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. Uh, the Nuggets were very good last year. Miami Heat. Jamal Murray's coming Kadoon. back finally. Yep. So. Yeah, uh, a lot of really good teams. The Mavs and the Grizzlies, two of my favorite teams to watch. Maybe they take another step with Luka and yep. John Morant on each team. The Timberwolves Hops. made some moves. Yeah. A lot of good basketball to happen uh, this year. So very excited about that tipping off on Tuesday. But I believe that is it for us today. We appreciate you guys joining us, as always, listening along Wherever you get your podcast, Big Country and I will be back at it again on Thursday for our regular schedule. Appreciate you guys putting up with us. We'll talk to you then.